on 89.9, the light, you're in conversation with Clayton. And uh, as Remembrance Day was just a few days ago, uh, we've, for many, many years, uh, wanted to ensure around this time of the year we honour those who have served. And it's a privilege to have a chat to a lady who has uh, served us for many years in the armed forces. Jan McCarthy joins me. G'day, Jan. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing very well, and uh, we really do mean that. We just love hearing stories on this show, and uh, we're really looking forward to hearing your story as well. Um, before we get to how you actually are part of the Army, could you tell us a, a little bit of your, your upbringing and, and the things that you know, young Jan was you know, really keen on, on doing and, and, and being a part of in life? Oh, well, I was brought up in Seymour, and... Um, I was educated here and uh, then I set off to go nursing and um, I did my training in Melbourne and uh, stayed there for a bit and then I decided to go overseas and uh, I worked overseas for a couple of years and did my midwifery in uh, Scotland and um, came back and uh, felt, uh, I thought, well, what am I going to do now? And I was a bit footloose and fancy free and I thought, well, um, what about the army? But coming from a an army town, I think that influenced me a bit. Yeah. And so I decided I would put another string to the bow as well as, you know, doing nursing, um, join the army yeah. and, and, and be an army nurse. And the, you know, people serving, you said it's not just the town, but your family had a history of serving as well, correct? Um, yeah, well, my mother was... Uh, had uh, three brothers who served in World War One, and uh, she lost a brother who um, who died in England after having been wounded in France. Um, and um, she also had uh, four cousins uh, who, out of a family of six, who served in World War One, who uh, who died on active, three died on active service, and the fourth one died after he came home mm. from World War One. Um, so I'm imagining um, your mum perhaps would be a bit nervous when you turned around and said, hey, I'm, I'm heading into the army. Was she or was it something that she was okay with? No, no, look, my mother was pretty good. I mean, I, when I went to, off to England, I think she was probably a bit more concerned. But but uh, I was a bit worried when I was had to tell her I was going off to Vietnam but uh, she she was very good about it, but I think probably underneath she was a, a you know a bit concerned about it all. Yeah, and was nursing always that thing uh, that you you realised that's sort of what you want to do? Even even you know sort of in those preteen years, growing up, was that something you you were sort of always gravitating towards? You think, or was that more just that sort of later teenage years? No, no. I, I think I always wanted to go nursing. Uh, there were no nurses at that stage uh, in my family, and uh, it, it was just one of those things. I, I just felt, you know, it would be a good, um, good career. Yeah. Well, at that point, not a career, but a, a job. Yeah, you know, yeah. I loved it. So you joined the army, and uh, as you indicated before, you, you headed off to Vietnam. Was that the, the first place that you effectively went to? When, when I first joined the Army, I went to Brisbane. That was my very first posting, and I was there for all about 18 months to two years, and um, then I, I was posted to Vietnam after that. Yeah. So t- talk us through, you know, we all understand, I think, as we uh, look back at Vietnam, that it has one of those strange histories. Uh, some uh, at the time, you know, we we very well aware, were very 
against Vietnam and treated those who came back very poorly. I think there's been a bit of a move of more recent times to say let's honour those people who served, um, even if we perhaps disagree with some of the decisions. What was it like actually for you heading to Vietnam in the midst of all of that? Well, quite frankly, well, I mean, when I joined the army, Vietnam was on, but I didn't join it because of Vietnam at all. Um, and and I guess in one way, when I look back now, I wasn't too much concerned about what was going on in Australia about Vietnam. I guess it was more when we were overseas and and felt, you know, the reactions of, of a, some of the community on the boys who had come home. Uh, that was that was pretty upsetting because. You know, it, it's not um, not the boys who are serving. You know, if you want to have a go at someone, you have a go at the people that sent them. But, but you know, I mean, I didn't really feel uh, terribly concerned about it while I was in Vietnam. Yeah. Could you take us through um, what it was like uh, to be a nurse in Vietnam? I'd imagine there was, um, you know, incredible joys at actually being able to care and, and look after those who are serving, as well as some of the, the tragedies that you'd have to see? So I, I um, when I first arrived in Vietnam, I must admit, I thought, oh, good heavens, what have I done? <laughs> it was very, very, we were on the, um, near the South China Sea, and we were on sand and things, and there wasn't a green plant anywhere. Um, but I, I worked for um, 12 months in Vietnam, and I was in theatre for about nine months, and then I worked in intensive care for the other three. It it was it was very very busy um, at times. At other times, it depended when the battalions were out. Uh, it got busy, but uh, we had a little quiet periods as well. But at, when we were busy, you know, everyone worked as a team, and uh, and really it was uh, it was quite an honour really to care for those boys. Yeah. They really, the Australian soldier is a remarkable fellow. He's very naughty at times, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's normal. Um, but uh, no, no, they they were wonderful, the boys, and uh, they they always sort of not only helped each other, but they tried to help us as well in many ways. You know, in the wards and um, everything after they uh, had their theatre or. A lot of them had illnesses. We had a bad outbreak of malaria up there as well. And, um, you know, some of them were very sick boys. But uh, it really was, um, at times, as I say, it was very hectic. At other times, you know, you had your quieter periods when you could get uh, more work done and catch up on things that you needed to catch up on in theatre. But uh, it really, as I say, it was a pleasure to nurse them. And I'm guessing um, not too many midwifery skills were needed, but more just the straight nursing skills in that sense too, Jan. Right? No, that's right. The straight nursing skills. Yeah. The midwifery went in to hibernation. I'd reckon, I'd reckon. Yeah. Um, Jan, I, you know, we, we hear often about those who are on the front lines that they would say, you know, even you know decades later, look, I, I think about those things every day still. I, I see them in my mind. As you think about the, the caring of those who have gone through that, how often do you actually think about the times in Vietnam? Um, being being in an army town, I, I guess like Seymour, you know, it's Pakistan or nearby, and I often see the boys, well, and girls around in Seymour and things. 
and and it does um you know sort of bring back a few flashes of of the military times and um you know i mean after i served for 26 and a half years and uh, you know so there was there's always a bit of khaki there Yes, <laughs> and we want to talk more about that uh, next because Jan went on to serve, as she said, for 26 years, but in incredible ways uh, for a host of others as well. We're going to talk with Jan McCarthy, my guest, next about that here on 89.9 The Light. In conversation with Clayton. On 89.9 The Light, you're in conversation with Clayton and uh, with Remembrance Day being this past week, it's a, a pleasure to have a chat to somebody who served us in the Army for 26 years, Jan McCarthy uh, is my guest. We heard a little bit about your time nursing in Vietnam, Jan, uh, but when you came back, uh, you then continued uh, travelling around the country, I know, as a, an army nurse. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. I, um, I came back I came back uh, and uh, went to Ingleburn in New South Wales and wasn't there for very long before I went to Townsville. And uh, that that was a bit of an education, really, up there because it was very early in the uh, army postings up there because the army hadn't been there for uh, very long. So so that was that was very interesting too. And uh, from there, I went back down to Victoria and I went to the College of Nursing and did a course uh, here in Melbourne. And then my next posting was. Um, uh, in '71, I went over overseas to um, Singapore this time, which was a very good posting, very interesting posting, um, and and not not as dramatic as Vietnam. But uh, I worked on the um, naval base with some Royal Navy nurses and um, sailors, uh, and uh, and that was good. It was called ANZUK, Australian, New Zealand, United Kingdom. Uh, and uh, there were three services uh, and three nationalities. So, so it really was a very interesting posting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm also led to believe, Jan, that uh, you know you, you continued with this and finally actually became the Director of Nursing. Is this correct? And what does the Director of Nursing actually mean? Well, yeah, I um, eventually became the Director of the Royal Australian Army Nursing Corps and uh, that was a posting to Canberra, and uh, that was administrative work, and uh, it it was sending other people around the countryside. And uh, in fact, I had to send some nurses to um, the Gulf War. They were on board the um, American hospital ship uh, that was sailing off the coast there, and that was a bit uh, hairy. I, it, Sometimes I thought to myself, I'd rather go myself than send other people to war. Yeah. Uh, you know, you were concerned about them, but they all came home very safely and everything. So, um, so that was good. It's, but, uh, I, I enjoyed the posting there. Yeah, I was about to say, it sounds like a very big job, Jan, to be the director of uh, all nursing for for all army nurses across the country. Yes, it was, um, but but it was it was. Um, very rewarding as well, you know, to be able to hopefully send people to the right spots and uh, and help them with their careers. Um, you know, I had uh, some quite young nurses and also I had a bit of the older brigade, uh, my own age group, I guess, uh, and uh, trying to give them the uh, right sort of um, training, you know, and, and um, promotion 
and everything uh, was. And, uh, you know, no, it was, it was a good posting. Yeah. Now, you retired in sort of the early 90s, but uh, it doesn't mean you haven't stopped looking after people. Could you share a bit of uh, the, the work that you've done since then? Uh, well, I've been the president of the um, Returned Nurses Subbranch in Melbourne at the uh, RSL uh, up in Anzac House in Collins Street. And uh, I've done a few things here in Seymour. I was uh, at one stage president of the board of the Seymour Hospital and currently I'm on a committee there. And Lighthorse Park Committee, uh, we've got a magnificent park here in Seymour. Uh, a lot of people should come out and have a look at it. Uh, it's called the Lighthorse Memorial Park, and um, it's very nice. And uh, it's uh, an area where the light horsemen, prior to going to World War One and troops for World War Two as well, were located. That's fantastic. And also, I'm on the um, on a board with the um, aged care, so that's me. Well, it seems like you're keeping yourself busy indeed, Jan, as you, you're going forward as well. Um, I, I oh, want yeah, brain I, work's got to work. <laughs> exactly, I love it. Um, Jan, I, I'm always love asking this question around you know Remembrance Day or perhaps even Anzac Day. But for for the generations who are coming up and perhaps um, haven't lived through wars in the same way that many other generations have, what would you be saying to them as we? Take a moment to reflect during this, you know, Remembrance Day week, and uh, what are the things that you want to make sure that they're asking questions about, or, or thinking about, or whatever it might be. Well, I, I think you know the thing is, you think about the people who served uh, in all those wars. Um, I mean, we didn't stop with World War One; we had uh, World War Two, Korea, Malaya, Vietnam, and of course, latterly Iraq. And I think it's remembering those who served and certainly remembering the many thousands who didn't come home. And I think it's a, it's a time, it's, this year is the 100th year we've had Remembrance Day, the anniversary. And uh, so I think, you know, this year uh, people should take a little bit of time to remember those who served. Yeah. When you talk about remembrance, is it... Um what does that mean to you, I suppose? Because, you know, I can go, oh, well, I, I thought about that person. Is it a reflection of thanks, of gratitude? Is it uh, to actually put something into action, to say to somebody who served, hey, thank you, or to give a donation? Is there something sort of um, actionable out of remembrance or is it actually just reflection, Jan, which is fine? No, I, I think it's it's very much saying thank you to those who served yeah. and buy a poppy on, on Remembrance Day. This year is going to be very different uh, different with uh, what we normally have because there won't be that many sellers around it, out and about. But given the opportunity, buy, buy a poppy. The money goes towards those um, who are... Um, in units, uh, areas where they're being cared for, troops. Uh, and and the, it really is for um, those who who are less fortunate in many ways um, of uh, previous soldiers, sailors, airmen. Yeah. And, and there is the, the virtual poppies occurring online uh, this year as well, which, as Jan says, going to a, a fantastic cause and supporting those who have uh, served us a poppy appeal dot com dot au poppyappeal dot com dot au and in essence you actually uh, sort of 
now buying that virtual poppy and doing that. Uh, you can see your own poppy online and all sorts of things as well. Poppyappeal.com.au. Jan, it's been wonderful uh, hearing your story. So on behalf of just what we said, thank you for your service in so many different ways to us, for, for what it means to, to be Australian right now and for who we are and the freedoms that we have. So thank you so much for that and thank you for your time today. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Bye. Jan McCarthy, my guest here on 89.9 The Light.